Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dotcast. Yeah, let's go. Hey, hey, hey. Microphone check, micro microphone checker. Microphone check, micro microphone checker. Microphone check, micro microphone checker. Dotcast show, and I'm ready to wreck your microphone check, micro microphone checker. Check, check, microphone checker. Phone check, micro microphone checker. Hey yo, we in here today. Let's go, let's go. Hey, let's go, let's go. Just let it rock, right? Let it rock, let it rock, let it rock, right? Let it rock, let it rock, let it rock, right? Let it rock. Hope everybody feeling good out there. Shout out to wherever you are listening, whether you in your home, on your iPhone, or whether you're in your car. Which we can do that now because I'm streaming now. You, you can go to Apple Podcast or, or on Spotify, you know, you know, where, where you get your, your podcast feel from, your podcast vibe. So you, if you in your car, you could be listening right now. I'm so happy. Let's go. Let's go. Like microphone check, micro microphone checker. Microphone check, like microphone checker. Microphone check, one, one, two, checker. Dot cash it, and you ready to wreck your microphone check, mic, microphone checker. Set mic, microphone checker. Microphone check, mic, microphone checker. Let's go. Dot cash in the building. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. That's enough, that's enough. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fade it out real quick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was a nice little fade out. Uh Uh-oh, what you doing? Come on, man. I said the fade out. He tried to jump back in. You know, the beat, hey, the beat gonna do what it wanna do. It's a a beat and wanna be heard. I I can't blame you. Can't blame you. Okay. First of all, welcome everybody to the dot cast. My name is dot dot is the name and I am a producer. And what I like to do on this podcast is like just kind of talk about my experience as, you know, being a producer. How long have I been doing this? Like 25 years? I don't know. I've been doing this for a while. Um, I... I'm a 40-year-old producer, you know, so I got, like, a unique perspective. Come on, get in the focus. Come on, y'all. Um, 40 years old, I've been listening to music my whole entire life, so, you know, like I said in a previous episode, you know, us as older producers, we have a unique perspective, I believe, because of all of our musical influence, and when we put that all together, you know, and how it influences the way we produce and, you know, just stuff like that, so... If you like to hear about production and just production, um, also, you know, just like to go through my journey or whatever, um, this would be a great place for you to maybe get some information from. Maybe you'll get some information. You know, maybe you might hear something. I might spark something. Maybe I'll say something that you never really thought of, and then you can, you know, um, move on with that, move forward with that, and try to help your production or whatever. You know, that's how I got here um, from listening to other people, listening to other people's advice and trying things, putting that effort in there. Execution. Okay, so with all that said, first, I just want to mention that the beat that. Oh, today's episode 
Why does it keep coming out of focus? Today's episode is brought to you by my beat tape or BEP, I call it Dirty Colors. And uh, the song that you heard at the beginning was um, from that project. It's the first track called Gold Sand. And if you happen to like that track and maybe you want to hear more uh, of my music, you can go to uh, Bandcamp and type in dot is the name, four words, dot is the name, and that project will be there. Also, uh, my other projects will be there as well. I said I had them up on the screen, but I think I got like 12 projects on there, 12, 13. Um, but you could also uh, listen to my music. I have it streaming as well. So, you know, Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Google, Amazon, wherever you listen to your digital streams, you can find me. Dot is the name. And that's the introduction for today. So, I think I mentioned that I was excited. I'm excited to talk about what I want to talk about today. Um, So, today's episode, I'm going to focus on being in the zone. As far as, like, being a producer. Being in the zone. And for me, what that has looked like. And sometimes what I try to achieve and also I find that I achieve this without even knowing it. Sometimes like when you in the zone, you don't really know until you like get out of the zone and like you finished whatever you finish. And then you like, oh, I was in the zone. But while you in the zone, you just you just moving forward. It's execution all day. You hitting every point, you hitting every mark, every target, every goal. It's all good. Like it's just. And it's just like this snowball effect. It's just it just keeps keeps going and it's all moving in this one direction and everything seems to be cohesive and everything just aligns in the zone. But of course, I'm gonna talk about it as far as being a producer. Um, I think the main point or the main thing I wanna touch on is actually beat tapes. Now, beat tapes is is my thing. Um, I like to make beat tapes, and I love to listen to beat tapes. So that area, I'm I'm just I'm always willing to talk about beat tapes. And um, I mean, I have I think let me look on here. Is it twelve? I believe it's twelve. Discography. Can I see? I'm just looking on my bandcamp real quick. <clears throat> Excuse me, just trying to get a count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <clears throat> so thirteen, fourteen. There's uh, two other tapes that I don't have on here yet, and they might be on here by the time this episode comes out. So just be on the lookout. And then I have another project where I was rhyming. <clears throat> Ooh, hold on, hold on. Tea break. Tea break. Hold on. That's that's a tea break. Hold on. Hold on. Tea break. Today's tea is that elderberry in Echinacea. I think I'm saying it right. Echinacea Um, from Puka. Yeah, this is some pretty good tea. Puka. I don't know if you can see the thing, but elderberry in Echinacea. 
just just stick with them herbs. Stick with them herbs. Do them herbs daily. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Anyway, so I uh I think 12 beat tapes and then another project uh that I produced. Um called Control. It's only got four songs on it. But um I'm just saying that I love beat tapes and I'm proud of myself that I have like a discography of beat tapes. That was one of my goals just just as I started to go, you know, stop selling beats and started to make just more projects that that would stand on their own is like beat tapes and instrumental EPs. I just wanted to have a body of work. The power of the body of work. Just so people know that I that I take this serious. Not only just take it serious, but this is something that I just love to do. So, yes, I'm going to speak on being in the zone from the perspective of beat tapes. Right. Um. Oh, I got my I got my notes. Um. Let me see. I, I got to my first point. Um. Da, 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 da. Beat tapes. Beat tape. Mo- oh, that's another thing. Or here's the the other another thing I want to talk about. I don't know what I'm talking about, but don't worry. I got this. So when it comes to making beat tapes and being in the zone, I like to call it, which I've heard other people call it, a few other people, it's like being in beat tape mode. It's the same thing as like being in, being in album mode, you know, for like an MC. Like when an MC is in album mode, you know, they just have this synergy of rhyming. They are focused on it and it, it starts that craft. I think it comes like more naturally when you're in like album mode. as Because I think part of it is because you're on a mission. So, you know, if you're in like beat tape mode or like album mode, what you do, it comes kind of easy. It's very fluent and you can like do, you could do it like for a while. Or, you know, if I'm in beat tape mode, I probably can make more beats than I usually would if I was just, you know, just making beats for, for leisure or just, you know, not really having a set target or a set goal. Like if I just wanted to make beats as opposed to wanting to make beats for a project. When you kind of like get in that beat tape mode, you get more locked in. And it's, it, everything just comes like naturally because like your mind is set for it. And also what I found is sometimes you kind of restructure things around you like when you get in that mode like if you get in beat tape mode like maybe something that is part of your like normal routine you might skip because it's like i gotta get this beat tape out or not even get it out but i want to complete it because it's a goal so you know maybe your daily routine it might change up a little bit because your focus, your main focus is your project, is your body of work, is your art, is your beat tape. And then 
Did I want to talk about that now? I mean, also, like, the things that might come with it. Like, I, I noticed I have these for all my beat tapes. Well, not all of them. There's one, two, three. Shout out to my homegirl, Lily, who did a lot of my artwork. A lot of my artwork. I love that woman. Um, But I, I ended up doing a lot of my uh, covers for, like, the tapes, too, for the beat tapes. And it just kind of goes, it's, it's a cohesive thing. When my mind is kind of locked into it, then even the, the artwork will come more and I don't struggle with, well, what, what can I do, you know, to, to make the, the visual of it stand out or the visual of it, the visual of it connect with it. And it just, it's, it's when you get in that mode, when you get in beat tape mode, things just, just work themselves out. And it's, of a wave that's what i like this. it's just a wave you just ride this wave like all the way through now maybe towards the end depending on how much you finish it might kind of like taper off a little bit and you gotta like push that's another part too but that wave goes you know it, it'll move but it'll die down a little bit but you know and at the end, you might have to push. Maybe you need like two more beats or something. You might have to kind of like push, and they may not sound as good as the other one. So it might depend on where you place them, you know. But um, it's just good to. Uh, I just lost my thought. What was I talking about? I was talking about the artwork and yeah, the wave dying down. But. There, there is a point where you know when, once you finish it, then, um, well, I'm basically I'm just saying like when I find myself focused on a project and like in beat tape mode, then everything is kind of very fluent. Another side note, one thing that I didn't put on here on my notes, um, as I was talking about that wave ending, um, this takes a lot of energy as well. So one thing that I do recommend after you make like a full project and you finish everything, especially if you like promoting it and you putting it out and you got a release date and you want to make, you know, make a buzz or, or make a big deal out of it, is that you take some time after everything is done to like rest and like get away from it <laughs> because... You know, being in the zone is great, but at the same time, that takes energy as well. And it's not like you just got endless energy. You need to recharge, recharge, like mentally recharge physically and recharge musically. So that's just a side note. That's just one of my suggestions. If you finish your your beat tape, your project, whatever, take some time to rest. Take some time to rest and celebrate the fact that it's finished too. Especially because when you have an idea, when you have a vision and an idea and you bring it to life, oh, buddy, you should definitely take some time to celebrate that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so well, as I am talking about my uh, being in beat tape mode, I figured I would just talk about 
two examples where I found myself in beat tape mode and how that how these two projects kind of played out and how I relate them to being in beat tape mode. Now, the first project I want to talk about is which one is it? It is called BKS or also known as um, BKS series. Now, this one is chapter three. Now, the great thing, the great thing about this project, I was going to say, I want to switch that up. Now, for me, when I do my projects, one thing that I love about it is that I usually try to come up with some sort of theme for my projects, whether it be the type of music, the type of sample, the type of mood, um, whatever it could. I have different themes, but I try to create a theme and work within those limitations. The, the theme gives me a limitation. And since I work within those limitations, my goal is to stretch those limitations, you know, as far as possible. If that makes sense. It's like you have a certain you have a set amount of rules like you can only do these certain things you know to a certain extent um you know so since i give myself those limitations what can i do within those limitations like if i have you know for instance i say the chill tape i wanted to make chill beats okay well there's 20 i think there's 20 20 tracks on the first one how can you make 20 chill beats, but make them different? They're the same in one sense, but also make them different. Like you don't want the same beat with the same everything. You know, my limitation is chill beats. And then I want to do as many chill beats, a variety of chill beats, you know, to kind of test my limitations and, and be able to expand my limitations, if that makes sense. But on this particular project, BKS series chapter three, um, my theme for it was I wanted to take my analog keyboards, which I have. What do I have? A, a Radius, a Yamaha ES90. That's like a full keyboard. Korg Radius, the Korg, Micro Korg. And Alesis, is it QS7? That was like my first official keyboard that I brought. I think I just used those four. But I wanted to make a beat tape using those four keyboards. So no plugins. I didn't use any plugins for this project. And I also wanted to, for the drums, do all break beats. I just chopped all break beats. So no like stock sounds from, from plugins or you know packs i just got like break beats from like records or and and chop those up so that was my limitation i think there's uh 15 tracks on here and one thing that i end up finding myself doing talk about being in the zone is like i have you know i set my my limitations and as I'm starting to work within this, I remember at the place I was living at before, I ended up setting up my room 
to where I had like the keyboards out, had them visible. I had like the keyboard stand here for the um for the uh I said here like y'all can see. I had the keyboard and like the keyboard stand in one place where I would have the Alesis or I would switch it over to the um Yamaha. And then I had my micro cord like on my desk where everything was so I could like visually see everything just like walking in into my room. You know, and like I would switch between the couple of keyboards, but I would have them all out visible, you know, not covered up just so I could like see the keys. And I kind of like changed my environment to kind of put me in the zone as well, which was kind of crazy. I didn't even really plan on it. And I don't. um, I didn't recognize it as the time. I didn't recognize it at the time of doing it to be in the zone. I was just like, how do I make everything like more accessible? Because, you know, I got to plug in and, you know, I can't just, you know, turn everything on and have it be right there. Got to plug in, move cords here, move cords over there. You know, just taking it back. And um, I, I just realized, like, after I did it, you know, how, how I say, like, when you you're in the zone you don't sometimes realize it until you get out of the zone how i really like changed my environment to be in the zone which i think helped and this is why i had i love that project it's simple but it has like i accomplished that goal of doing 15 different beats i think these beats they all sound different and they all have their own vibe yeah <laughs> They all have their own vibe. They all have their own persona. They all have their own personality. Um. Yeah. What was I saying? <laughs> yeah, but I just like how, like I said, I, I rearranged my room in a sense to be in the zone. Not knowing that it was in the zone, but these were like coming fluent. And I, I just you know, was working on one a day. I would make one a day. I wasn't getting stuck to where like I couldn't make one like a certain day, maybe like every now and then I couldn't make something. But for the most part, it just went, you know, I would just kind of focus on making one a day. I think I did one in a day, but that project, as far as me finishing the actual music for it, that didn't take like too, too long. So that's just one example of how like being in the zone, it can make you change things that you don't even notice. Like being in the zone, like you might end up changing your environment when you're in the zone, not even knowing what's going on. You're just doing it you're just so focused on the project and the task at hand that you end up just automatically changing your environment bks3 you can stream it or you can go to Bandcamp and hit up uh that is the name for four words that is the name and listen to what i'm talking about if you like if you want to hear a nice subtle instrumental project with analog keyboards and breakbeats there you go. 
Um, oh, the, the, another thing that I want to mention about that project is that since I had that, I think another thing that helped me be in the zone was actually creating uh, a formula. Because usually what I would do is I would start with the break beat first and then I would switch over to the keyboard. And I think I would use like one keyboard for each track. I was thinking about like maybe using the micro chord for the bass and then using the radius for like, you know, the lead or something like that. But then I, I just got to a point where I said it'd be easier for me just to use one keyboard for each song. So that formula, starting a breakbeat and then grabbing, you know, I, I would rotate between the keyboards. That's another part of the formula. You know, if I use the micro chord today, then the next day I'd use the Yamaha, then the next day I'd use the Radius, then the next day I'd use the Elisa. I would try to, you know, kind of like even it out a little bit. But going through and coming up with a formula, that helped me, I think, create that zone that I was in as well. So that's another thing you might want to try is coming up with a formula for how you plan on executing the project. Yes, sir. Um, now, the second example I would like to talk about is a BEP, beat tape, um, that I made. Oh, I can't even remember. Can't remember the date that I made it. I think uh, it was last year. Was it 2001? I believe it was in 2001. But I made a project called Children of the Moon. Now, if you kind of catch the, the wordplay there, um, the, the premise of this project, did I use that word right? I don't know. The... The uh, the goal, I don't like that's too simple. The, I don't know. I'm going to just say premise. I don't know. The premise of this project, I don't know if I'm using that word right. So the goal of this project was, oh, well, actually, let me, let me talk about how it, how it started. The... Oh, okay. Well, kind of how it started. Okay, so I'll talk about how it started. What I did was, is I made a beat one time. And I used a track from a group called Moonchild. And um, just about, what, what, which one was it? Is it Voyage? Voyager? Hold on, let me, let me, let me get this right. Because I, I want the people to know. I might introduce y'all to some, you know, some some new music out here. Hold on. Moonchild Voyager. The album is called Voyager. So, if anybody needs some nice music to listen to, listen to uh, Moonchild and the album is called Voyager. They have more albums out too, so if you like that one, just, you know, keep going. Keep going through the discography. I think they actually came out with a new um 
with a new project recently that I got to check out. But so there was a, a track on there. I can't remember like exactly which one, but there was a track that I sampled on there. I said, yeah, I, I wanted to try something different. I said, let me sample something that's more modern or whatever, because I usually sample uh, like older stuff. So I said, let me try something more modern. And um, the thing about this is that I was like, what's a track that I know pretty good? And I was like, I like this track a lot. So I said, why don't you just sample it? Um, my cat back there. I see you. Yep, you back there chilling. I see you. Yep. Anyway, so I said, let me find, let me use something that's more modern or whatever that I know. So I sampled this track, right? And I made a beat out of it, right? And I posted it on IG. And one of the people that followed me, um, she sent me a message saying that she really, really, really liked this track. And she said she listened to it like six times in a row. And I was like, first of all, just that right there in itself, something like that like keeps me going. Like, I appreciate y'all so much when I hear stuff like that because it's my music, it's my art. I put my time into it and I put it out there to share. But when somebody like feels it, you know, in the sense of a way that is just, I don't want to say abnormal, but more than what I intended or, or if somebody likes it the same way that I listen to music, because there's certain songs that I've listened to like over and over and over again, I know what that feeling feels like. So if somebody does that with one of my tracks, it's the ultimate ultimate gratitude i love y'all anyway so yeah so when she <laughs> so when she said that i felt like i was on to something there and i said you know i i tried something different i went to something modern i usually don't sample too much like modern stuff but i tried something different um, I think I did that because of Ninth. Shout out to Ninth Wonder. And she really liked it. Like, I really liked it, but she really liked it. So I said, can I do this again? And then I said, if I can do it again, why don't I have that be my limitation? Um, I know that album very well because I listen to it a lot. So I think um, I said that I, that that would be a good idea because this one wasn't too hard for me to make because I know, you know, I know the the song pretty well. So I can just kind of pick when when you know the song that you're sampling instead of like something that you may like hear for the first time and you like, oh, and then you grab a part and you might want to chop it up sample. If it comes to like something that you've been listening to for a while and you know it like inside out. You kind of can you can hear exactly like what you want to do with it when you decide to get into that mode of like sampling. So since I knew this project so well and, you know, I felt that was a success, uh, she confirmed it when she said she listened to it like six or seven times. And I was like, just so grateful. Um, I said, let me use that as my limitation. 
I am going to sample from this album, like only from this album. And uh, that happened to be the zone that I got in. And I think I got in that zone because I knew that project so well. And that was another one where it everything just came so easy. I would pick not. Mm, and I, I don't want to say like just easy as in like I did it like that. But once I found the track that I there was a couple of tracks that I tried on there and it, it didn't necessarily work. I thought it was going to work, but it didn't because the project is only like five songs long and it's got like three little interludes in there, too. But even the interludes, like that was another part of it, too. Going into it, I was making like certain chops with certain parts and I was like, I don't know if I like that, you know, kind of like on the fence with it as a beat and like. There were certain ones that I made and I couldn't like add drums to it. I was like, eh. So, cat, you like tripping right now. Calm down. Excuse me. But, um, she tripping. My cat is tripping right now. Yes, you tripping. You see, I'm doing something right now. Word. Anyway, um, don't lose your thought. Where was I? I was talking about how I was, oh, the interludes. Um, After I, I was basically wanting to say, like, after I finished the whole thing, I, I added those three. There were three, like, interludes that I thought, like, were okay, but they worked well as, like, interludes. And I thought it was cool because I didn't really have any interludes on like any other projects. And since this was only like five songs long, the way I like strung these things together, the way I used the the effect, I had an effect, a certain effect that I would use in the beginning, you know, to when I just played the sample. There was an effect that I used in the beginning, you know, to kind of transition into like the beat. I had those interludes on there. The every track was like very smooth. And it, it, it kind of this track, when I say a vibe, my BEP, Children of the Moon, has a vibe. Now I do gotta figure out by the time I put this up. I probably should put that on my band camp. I think I'm going to put that on my band camp. But for anybody listening to this, listening to this, if I don't put it on my band camp, if it's not, you know, I will send you the link if it is on my band camp. But if it's not, I might just send you the the project because I think I just sent it. I just sent it out when I made it or whatever. So, but it is a vibe. If you need a vibe, just like you know, for for a little bit, I think it might be 15 minutes or something like that. If you need a vibe. Man, Children of the Moon is a vibe. I love this tape. This is one of my favorite projects that I've made because it got to a point where there's a lot of control on it. You know, it's not nothing crazy, but there's a lot of control as far as like, you know, the way I, not necessarily the way I sample, but me picking the certain parts and you know my chopping on here is like very controlled 
the drums work with these tracks. It's smooth and it's mellowed out. I think it I think it complements the actual album, the original album as well. But that all those things together when I add the I also it also led me to putting a um nighttime sound effect in the background. You can hear like crickets and like cars and you know, just the just that vibe. Children of the moonlight, you know, so it's like, you know, the moon and, and nighttime and it is it this so cohesively works. I was definitely in a zone when I pick apart every little element of that beat tape. That's when I I stepped back and said I was in the zone. I remember, you know, sitting down like uh making these beats. The one the one thing about this too as i'm mentioning all of this stuff and i just kind of realized this is there's one track on there i think it's the middle track can't can't remember the name of it i think it's the middle track it's called timeless it's one track one track on there on my children of the moon project called timeless that after i made it it reminded me of me sitting on the porch me when i was younger sitting on the porch with my grandmother and us just talking like we used to just have like conversations i'm just like a little little kid but we would just sit there and have conversations and it, we would do it at night and it just kind of reminds me oh now it comes full circle at nighttime when the moon is out and i'm a child children of the moon moon child sitting with my grandmother outside oh man it's timeless i just had an epiphany I just had an epiphany right on the podcast. Who does that? Mm. This episode is special. So, yes, that that's another example of um, me being in the zone. I felt as far as like uh, a project goes and um, the, the other thing I want I mean, that that project, that just named a whole bunch of elements, like a whole bunch of things. And I guess it's almost like a, an alignment type of thing, because you, I started with the post. I started with the idea of using this this one group's album and putting it all together. And I know the album pretty like I've listened to this album like way before. I never had the idea of sampling this uh, album, but. I listened to it like way before. So my hearing of it, okay, my my listening of it was very seasoned. So everything just kind of flowed. And when I decided to do this project and put it together, I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes there's a bunch of elements that go into it. And when everything aligns right, like everything the zone is just natural. Like you, you can't not be in the zone. All you got to do is put in the effort of like turning on your sampler and just doing it. Sometimes the zone just comes to you. It it kind of creates itself. Whew. Then the story of my grandmother and talking and children of the moonlight, the name, the, the words, every, I got the moon sound effect in the back. That project is special. 
Okay. So yeah. Um I think I'm gonna have to finally put that up on my band camp. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. Um but yeah, just being in the zone and I guess I gave two examples of how I guess two of the examples of what the zone can create is just a natural flow of ideas and you kind of like being in the zone and it naturally comes to you. Um, and also you being in the zone, you, you reacting to being in the zone, not knowing you're in the, not knowing that you're in the zone, like even like changing your whole environment to help you, uh, get out what you want to get out. And, you know, you change your environment and it starts to make things easy for you. And as it's making things easy for you, just knocking out beats with, with the theme that you had. And it's all working out for the kid. You know what I mean? Let's go. We out here. Oh, I'm at like 40 minutes. Okay. I, I was talking, talking. Okay. So I was talking, talking today. But yeah. um, I was just. To sum it up, um, being in the zone, it's a great place to be in. Um, there's different ways to get there. I just named two. There's two of my projects that I felt I was in the zone a lot. So I just wanted to give an example of those. I'm pretty sure people have other examples. If you made it this far, you know, whether it's on, um, I think you can leave compliments on streaming. But if you happen to see this like on YouTube or whatever, you made it this far. Leave a comment for the brother. Let me know, have you ever been in the zone? Or let me know a time that you've been in the zone. Maybe not even in making a project, but making a like string of beats. Like maybe if there was like a week or a month or you was like, yo, I was just on point. But the other part of that is, can you think of the elements around it that put you in that zone or your reaction to being in the zone that you may not have known at the time because it just like took over. You know, what are some examples of when you step back and look at it and you know that you were in the zone because of the result that came out from whatever you was working on? I like that. Let me get some info. Um, another thing I was just wondering if you also made it this far, did I wonder if there's anybody out there um, who might need help making like their first beat tape. I'm going to start. I think I'm going to go in that lane. I want to find people who who might have um, maybe trouble or don't know where to start as far as like making a beat tape. So if you happen to make it this far. And you, you know, thinking about making a beat tape, haven't made a beat tape yet. You know you want to, maybe don't know where to start. Maybe um, you want to theme it, don't know how to theme it or just how to put it together. And, you know, using the software that you have or whatever. Hit me up. Yeah, we're going to do that. Hit me up. You can hit me up at... You can DM me at uh, Instagram. That is the name. That might be the best way. Or you could leave something in the comment if you're on YouTube. 
You can leave something in the comment. Um, yeah. If you're on YouTube, that is the name. Leave something in the comment if you need some help making your first beat tape. Also, if you have Instagram, I think I'm on TikTok too. So if you have TikTok and you know, uh, you want to DM me, yeah, for anybody who needs help making a beat tape just to get some ideas, just DM me and we, we can see where this goes. I want to see if I can help some people out, yeah. So we're gonna do that, yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna end it there. Uh, hopefully, people got something out of this. Um, being in the zone, a couple ways to get in the zone. Um, also reflecting on times that you might have been in the zone, been in the zone, and not necessarily known at the time. But now that you take a step back and like, oh, that project that I love so much that I made, I was in the zone. Yeah, but just looking at things from that perspective. Um, yeah, I appreciate everybody who's listening. I'm actually getting downloads on this podcast. I'm so grateful. I never even thought about it, but since it's happening, hey, why not try to expand this out a little bit? I appreciate y'all. I appreciate the the comments that I get um on IG. Some of the comments, you know, I don't get too many on YouTube yet, but you know, it's coming. But I just appreciate uh, all the positive energy that I'm getting from this, that this is bringing and the engagement that people are actually tapping into, like the things that I'm saying, and they have their opinions on it, too. Like just growing the, the community. I like that. I love that. So, yeah. I hope everybody has a great day, a great night, whether you're listening to it on your iPhone, whether you're in your car, because I'm streaming now. Um, but yeah, I think I've been streaming by the time this came out, I've been streaming, but whatever. I appreciate y'all so much. I hope y'all have a great day. And until next time, peace out, y'all. Yeah, peace. <laughs>